Happy Tuesday. It's Leah Joy. And Jamie Dubers. It's Topless Two Top. Today's show is especially rated R because uh, we're going to start talking about accidents today. A little bloody. Yeah, there's probably going to be some blood. Like, we're not serious very often, but I am serious that we're going to talk about blood, some maybe some lost fingers. And when we're talking about juicy bits, like this stuff's real juicy. Oh, it's juicy, all right. Sorry, that's gross. <laughs> uh, so there's tons of safety precautions for kitchens. You got hot stuff, you got cold stuff, you got sharp stuff, and you got dumb people working for minimum wage. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> accidents are going to happen. But a lot of these stories could have been avoided if proper safety precautions had been in place and carried yep. out properly. It's easy to stop doing them. You just uh, get a little lax and you're like, oh, it's no big deal, it's no big deal, until the tip of your finger has been cut off in the slicer. <laughs> yeah, and you were cutting bologna in a slicer. Or lettuce. Or lettuce, that happened to me. All right, let's start there. So once upon a time, I lost a fingertip. Uh, I was working at the bar in Milford, but the bar had been bought and was being run by these two people that were not really capable. Uh, and it was going really poorly. And I was like 21 and um, I was cutting lettuce on a busy night for tacos and I just knocked off like at an angle my fingernail and my fingertip and that was the first time and it's when you hit your fingers with a knife you know that you've done it the instant you don't even yeah. feel it yet no but everything just kind of yeah you're like oh, I did that to myself um, so I lost the fingertip. My wonderful coworkers immediately jumped to my rescue. I'm still like the youngest person working there. So everyone's like, no. And they wrapped up my finger, my open wound finger in one of those kitchen towels that has a lot of fuzz. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm in the car with the owner. Really shitty dude. His name was Dennis. Um, and he's taking me to the urgent care, and I'm barely listening to what he's saying. He's telling me to tell them, uh, the nurses, the people at urgent care, that I was at home. And at the time, like, I didn't know what that meant. What the fuck is workers' comp, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know what that means. And granted, like, he paid for it. It's not like he was like, all right, give him your credit card. He just didn't want to file yeah. on it. Yeah, he didn't want his insurance to go up. And I get that now, but at the time, I didn't know better. So, so you show up in your uniform Yeah, with your I boss. was wearing a chef coat. <laughs> And uh, they pulled that towel off that open wound on my finger. I'm talking like nerve artery, like we're oozing. Um, then they say, they hand me this little cup of liquid in there like, all right, put your finger in this. And I said, is that going to hurt? <laughs> <laughs> they gave me the dumbest look. They like, said, so are you kidding? So uh, afterwards, there was really nothing to stitch on my finger. So what they told me they had to do was to cauterize the wound with silver nitrate. Oh and I swear to God, I don't wish that on anybody. Like, that is the worst feeling I've ever had. And it caused three grown people to have to hold me down. And oh. I, I don't react that way to stuff. And my legs kicked straight up. They had me laying flat on my back. And so they've taken the towel off. I'm oozing my life juice. And I'm uh, pretty upset about it. And then they tell me they I'm just like laying flat on this table and they go, uh, when was the last time you had a tetanus shot? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. I don't know. And they said, we're going to have to give you a shot. And I went, oh, why? 
So they give me a shot. I don't remember that. And then they put this stuff on my finger. And it was actually kind of cool because the doctor at the urgent care said to me, he's like, I've put this stuff on my bare skin. And I know how miserable it is. So I just want to apologize now. Oh, my God. That we're putting this on your inside. Your inside meat. So I lived. My finger is pretty much normal. It's kind of slanted, though. It's a little slanty. I can see it. Yeah, but you don't really notice unless I say anything. I've never had an accident really like that since, thankfully. I've had one pretty good one. I didn't lose the tip of my finger, but it did alter my fingerprint. The way that this... I still have a scar, and it was at a burrito place, and I'm fast and I it's the lunch rush and we got a line out the door from the all the nurses at the hospital nearby coming in and I'm closing these lids on these bowls these burrito bowls and they're foil oh god and I was really fast at it and I was just like sending them like one of the lids had a jagged piece of foil like hanging off of it and it just sliced like but my finger oh. was butter you know and I'm in it like gash it was it was super yeah. sharp super thin just slice my, my finger just like opened just like cracked open (gasps) and this lady gets so mad i'm like about to pass out i get tunnel vision like immediately like i'm bleeding everywhere i'm trying to hold it i'm on the line i'm like kind of panicking i'm looking around for help i'm like i'm about to go down like i'm about to pass out and this lady starts throwing a fit because she's like am i gonna have to get my food remade i don't have time for this (laughs) and i'm like i I can't say anything to her and i'm like uh (laughs) and it happened in front of her and she still said that and they just had me sit in the office, wrap it up real good. I wore, like, a fin- finger condom. I should have gotten stitches. What a bitch. But I didn't have time for that. I, uh, <laughs> God. So that's horrible. Hurting yourself in front of a customer is really embarrassing. And I want to say most of the time the people are like, oh, God. Yeah. You know, was, are you okay? She uh, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> no. What the fuck? Yeah, here, here. There's, oh, that's salsa. It's not blood. <laughs> If you see something chewy, it's steak fat. Sorry. (laughs) Did you ever find your fingertip? No. (laughs) I don't think they did. If they did, they swept it up. Uh, God, what a horrible day. Uh, The foil is surprisingly very dangerous. You get a big industrial tin foil, and it's got serrated edge on the front, like the one you have at home, but it's like shark teeth. And I've hit so many knuckles, and Mm. it's like somebody took a bite out of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. <Jump. laughs> I hate it. So I heard a real, real nasty one talking about cutting off fingers. My friend Craig said this was this happened a long time ago. He he said that there was a young guy working with him and he was using the slicer. And when you use one of those giant meat slicers, you can't really change. You can change the speed of the blade. You can change the angle of the blade. But what's really important is to keep the gap between the blade and the metal that you push on, keep that gap really small. This guy had it opened up all the way, which is the perfect size for a fingy. And this poor guy, Craig said, all he heard was a weird sound. And then he's turned around and this guy is just already white as a ghost. The slicer is spinning. This kid's holding his hand and he the thumb is gone. Ah. Uh, the thumb is completely uh, gone. Like the whole thumb. Yeah. Uh. He said the kid fell flat on his back on the ground and Craig like picked him up and held his head and, you know, got a towel and the manager called the ambulance and the guy is fine. They came to get him, you know, and Craig said that he said in the meantime, the thumb is like on the ground. Oh. 
And the manager at the time sweeps it up. Like with the dirt and the stuff. Oh it's like, my God. this guy's just cleaning the kitchen up. The thumb's in the garbage. Craig's like, what are you doing? Craig grabs the thumb, puts it in a styrofoam cup with ice, drives it to the hospital where the kid was, and they reattached it. His dirty ass thumb. His dirty ass <laughs> kitchen thumb. And Craig told me, as he's telling me this story, he's like leaving my house, and he goes, that guy still sends me a Christmas card every year. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> He saved his thumb. Does this? Th- did he get like motion back in his thumb? I don't know. I don't or do know. Do you just have a dead thumb like I feel hanging like on the hand? Ugh. I'm not a surgeon or Dr. Frankenstein, but I think that that they're pretty good at reattaching that stuff. That's wild. I mean, they've pulled arms out of sharks and put them back on people. I hope I don't have to ever find out. I definitely don't want to know. Another kid that was not quite as lucky. He did not lose a thumb, but same burrito place. I was a cashier, I'm in the back with the manager counting my drawer, and he's closing grill. And he's like 18, senior in high school. Yeah. And he's mopping, and he backs into the knife rack, like the magnetic strip holding on the knife. Oh no. And a knife, and these, we kept these suckers sharp. And it just perfectly fell onto his knuckle. And he comes in, and he's yeah, white as a ghost, oh, and he's God. holding a towel in his hand. He opens the door and he's like, I think I need to go to the hospital. And me and Amanda were like, what? You know, what happened? And he pulls the towel off and his bone is just showing. Oh. It just split the skin perfectly and his bone's just hanging out. And we're like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, we can go, we can get you to the hospital ASAP. He ended, it ended up tearing a tendon, cutting a tendon in his hand. And he never like got that motion back. Oh, and he man. was supposed to compete in like his final big wrestling tournament of his senior year of high school and he didn't get to because he sliced this tendon on because his he was cleaning up at the burrito place yep. how fucked up is that yeah some people though don't just go to the emergency room and go home and call it a day my dad years ago when he was a kitchen manager for a buffet chain old country buffet they're not in business anymore he was a kitchen manager at the time and he was unloading a truck and like for a buffet that's a big truck yeah a lot of items to put away and he sliced his hand open with Uh-oh. a box, like a box cutter, drove himself to the hospital, got stitches, came back and unloaded the rest and put away the rest of the oh truck because nobody else was going to do it. Uh. He actually had another one where he, you know, the, the frying the waffle baskets for frying. Oh, yeah. Like the waffle pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a pretty nasty burn from one of those. It looked just like that? Yep. All on his forearm and then just like went back to work. After <laughs> getting it bandaged up. Uh, I've got a couple fryer stories. How many gallons are we talking here? We're talking like at least 60 pounds of oil. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got my fair share of that's tiny ones. 350 mm-hmm. degrees sitting. <sighs> you got four of those giant pots of burning oil with just open holes in the bottom and pipes that run out. Uh, I worked with a guy one time at um, a steak chain that I worked at, and I watched him change the fryer oil out and like i said it's a tube that there's a pipe that comes out of the machine that just drains it out and it's about shin height you know and it shoots out right at your feet and he was wearing shoes for crews but they were rubber boots like they kind of looked like rain boots they were a little (laughs) bit shorter and i watched him fill up one of his boots with oil (gasps) 
Oh, and, oh. Yeah, and there's three of us, and they're standing just shock. Like, our arms are up. We are in the middle of saying, don't do it. And we couldn't. And he opened up that hose, and it went right into his boot. Oh, my God. Granted, it had been cooling down for, like, an hour. It's still going to be, like, hot, It's though. Yeah, he whipped that boot. There was oil everywhere. It was, like, even spilling any of the oil is just hell. But I love fried food. Mm-hmm. I'll take the punishment. <laughs> I don't even care, but... I used to have a Nike swoop on my hand. A little burn. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, and it it pops, it fizzles, it burns, it's terrible, and we put it all into our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, our mouths are really powerful, though. I burnt my pepperoni on my tongue like a week ago, but it's still pretty burnt. <laughs> <laughs> that was my kitchen, most recent kitchen accident. I ate a pepperoni that was too hot because I couldn't wait. Um, <laughs> Uh, Hank has a really nasty one from the 90s. Uh, he was still living in Joplin, and he was working at a burger chain. And this guy that he worked with, Hank is like 15. This guy is an adult man, and he likes wearing like fishnet pantyhose or like... Like the nylon. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, satin, nude. I don't know what he liked, um, but he wore them underneath his work clothes. God, I fucking hate wearing pantyhose. I do too. <laughs> I do too. Um, if you like it, I think you're an animal. They but look good, but <laughs> they do look good. Uh, I can usually wear a set of pantyhose for one wedding and then they're trash. They don't last more than that. Mm. Anyway, this guy wore a bunch of pantyhose under his work clothes. Uh, one night, same thing. He is covered in hot oil straight out of the fryer. Like Oh. His whole, like, I don't know, I don't really know exactly if it came out of the hose, if he dropped a bucket on himself. I don't know. And it's the 90s, early 90s, so I don't know how they did it back then. But he said, Hank said the guy was just laid out on the floor and he was screaming because the pantyhose had melted to his oh legs. Oh, my God. And the EMTs were there and they were trying to, like, cut his pants off. <gasps> but and it was they all melted together. They couldn't because the pantyhose had melted to him. And I bet it, like, melted to the pants and to his skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's a horror oh, movie. Oh, my God. He's, I need a second. <laughs> I know. He, well, and the guy was, you know, he came back to work at some point. And then I asked if he still wore pantyhose, but no one had an answer for that. So <laughs> hopefully he, uh, he switched. Cotton only after yeah. this. Uh, getting away from the hot oil because that shit terrified me. Yeah. <laughs> I've scarred you for life. Something else that has scarred me for life. Oh, God. Our little host, David, that we had at our breakfast joint over the summer um, before he went off to college and left us for bigger, better things. One day, it was the middle of a like, busy Saturday rush, and nobody could find him. And we're like, dude, come, you know, we need you. Where are you? Where are you? Turns out he, he goofed had, off a little bit. He was he was good. Yeah, no, that was it was not unlike him to be in the back just fucking around. He goofed around. off a little bit. But th- at this point, we're like, hey, dude, we need you. Like, get your ass up here. But he was putting glasses away in the dish tank and chipped a glass, and it got a splinter of glass in his eye and didn't realize what it was, but was downstairs in the bathroom trying to get it out. And he comes back upstairs, and I'm like, dude, where the hell have you been? And he's holding this little glass splinter on his finger, like, I just pulled this out of my eye, thanks. Oh, jeez. And I felt like such a dick. <laughs> well, but, like, you know, it's the glass racks are eye level. Mm-hmm. And there's not really a great way, another way to do that, but it's, I don't know. I wish they weren't right at my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very, I guess I'm blessed to wear glasses. <laughs> 
I've got another one about glasses, though, from Olivia. Mm-hmm. It's all right if I tell another one. Yeah. And this was at an Italian, the Italian chain she used to work at. Somebody was moving glasses into clean racks, like condensing them or whatever, and broke a glass on the top rack, cut his hand really bad, and bled all over Gross. the, the clean glasses. And everybody gave him shit because they had to wash all those glasses again. Gross. <laughs> one time I did... Uh, cut my hand on ice in the ice machine, and we had to bleed the entire ice oh machine. Oh my god! No, I, no, that happened. Um, I had uh, uh, Paige and I had a manager that we worked with at the pizza chain who we love. Her name is Pam. She's such a great person, but she is older, and you know her skin was more sensitive to cuts. And th- we had uh, the ice machine was pretty big in the place, and the you know it's pretty deep. It's one of the mm-hmm. big ones. The metal door came down on her arm and caught like a you know an old sword oh. and just like a dime Lost sized open. a dime sized piece of her skin just whoop, right off her arm into the ice machine. Oh my god! She's mortified. She's trying to like get the ice out. Uh-huh. Granted, there was like nothing in the bottom. Thankfully, well, that's good. See, we had to pour hot water through the entire yeah. ice. And you're bin. talking like two like a hot tub full of ice. Dude. Oh my god. Granted, I don't know what she was doing that day, and the I, maybe the I, we, a lot of times the ice machine was broken. So, <laughs> so maybe that's what she was doing. Uh, Fixing it. But she's more worried about like the ice machine, and we're all like, "You're bleeding!" You literally took a chunk out of your arm. We're like, "Pam, get away! Go!" You, you, you know, and I get it too because the couple times I, you know, you're so worried about giving it to someone or something mm-hmm. happening. I got some buddies that do it now, but back in the day, the first people I knew, we, we hadn't really implemented like proper fire safety into the circle yet. Mm-hmm. And he was holding poi, which is like a ball and chain basically, soaked in fuel and he didn't spin out the excess fuel because he liked to like catch the fuel on fire and spin it around and make a big ring of fire uh, around him and stuff. Dangerous. And one of our other buddies went to light up his poi that were soaked in fuel and they were hanging up in front of his face. And it just shot back and covered him in flaming camp fuel. And uh. he screamed and took off running over the hill. And I will forever in my mind have the image of him looking like a burning cross standing out in the darkness, screaming at the top of his lungs. He ended up being okay. His mom was a nurse. Thank God. Um, very minimal scarring. We had a tub of burn cream at our disposal after that, but it was one of the scariest nights of my life. Why didn't we tell that on Halloween? Oh, I, it's, not, it's not restaurant related. I it's guess. just fucking scary. <laughs> it is really scary. Uh. I've been very fortunate that I've never really been exposed to, like, I've never had anything really catch on fire. I've never really had any serious accidents bet- besides my fingertip. I was working at this hotel chain yeah. in Kentucky. It's not just a Kentucky hotel chain, but it was in Kentucky. Yeah. It was a run, kind of more of a rundown, older building that had a lot of problems as it was. But the chefs that were working in the kitchen were assholes, lazy, lazy assholes that didn't <laughs> want to do anything. No, I know plenty. And they were mean. Yeah, it's typical. But that kitchen caught fire probably three times while I was there. It just kept catching fire over and over and over again. And they would always try to keep it on the down low. But one time it was bad and the hoods were supposed to go off. Yeah. And they didn't because there was so much grease caked in them. Oh, God. And they should have evacuated the hotel, and they didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> and that was just a shit show. Ah. Uh, 
sometimes stupid stuff happens. Like, I remember being 17 and accidentally dumping a cup of water into a fryer. Oh! Because I didn't know better. And I remember thinking, like, God, there's so much grease on this one shelf area. I'm just going to splash a little bit of water on it to clean it. And it starts sizzling and screaming and popping. And the two cooks I was working with came around the corner. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) And they laughed. They're like, you're okay. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just... I did a stupid thing because I wasn't thinking. And, you know, that was, like, better safe than sorry. I'm glad you learned it that way instead of, yeah, you know. Have you seen the meme of a couple fryer baskets filled with ice cubes? Uh, and so somebody's like, I'm about to drop these and just leave. And, like, this is how I'm going to quit. That's so <laughs> shitty. Um, if you don't know, when you do get a lot of, like, cold in the oil, the oil starts to, like, uh, while it's screaming and popping, also starts to, like, foam. So it will overflow if it's filled with water. With your 350 or, degree yeah, fryer it, water. So it kind of, you see those, uh, maybe you, some maybe somebody fried a turkey. And you've seen them drop frozen turkeys in a pot of oil. <laughs> yeah, and it blows up. <laughs> That's essentially what happens. Oh. I'm backtracking a little bit. Did your friend not know s- s- you stop, drop, and roll? Well, in the moment of suddenly catching your face, neck, and arms on fire... I think he just panicked. I guess and that we, was, yeah. We had yeah. to, like, chase him down to, like, smother the fire out. I guess I would do the same thing. And he just started running, which obviously just adds more oxygen and yeah. <laughs> makes flames bigger. <sighs> Maybe instead of teaching us about how the cell works, they can teach us how to, like, take care of a fire. Well, they've taught us this. We just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I needed like, to this know... this will never apply to me. <laughs> I needed to know what fire did when I was, like, a, an adult, not when I was eight. Yeah. You know, like, should have learned that sooner or later. How the mitochondria works. <laughs> I'm saying we need fucking, like, survival classes. It breaks, it breaks the bonds of the glucose Shut molecules. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Take your glucose, shove Sorry, it. That wasn't recording, it. was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Um, what else do we have? What else horrible do we have to talk about? We can talk about your concussion. Oh, yeah. I hit my head one time, which might explain a lot of my current problems. <laughs> no, I was working at a Tex-Mex place, and uh, they're all kind of decorated really obnoxiously. And they all have, uh, like, these handmade lamps and tiles and pieces. So everything's a little eclectic. Uh, but also, like, the there's no faux finishing on this stuff. This lamp I'm talking about, this pendant lamp, mm-hmm. is that what you call it? Uh, was really made of little lights, like steel lights from bikes. So it's a cylinder made of these tiny lights. And, you know, you put the light in the center, and it's really cool. They're really pretty. So I pulled the table out one night at closed. The closing work there was obnoxious. And it was one of those places where there was, like, a lot of competition for closing. People would steal each other's silverware. Oh, dude, I hate that shit. Run to the manager and be uh-huh. like, I wrote this. Like, people hit it, oh, people put there. their names on it. Anyway, if you're, the closer would always be a server chosen random at the beginning of the shift. So that person was usually pretty pissed off that they had mm-hmm. to be there the latest. So it was like, you didn't sweep that well enough. So anyway, I'm pulling out this table, and I stand full speed up into this pen, this light. The steel light picture. The steel light. And I had a perfect S shape on the, my oh. forehead. And I'm like, no, and that's never happened to me before. So I kind of stood up and did a weird wave. Like, I felt my <laughs> eyes crossing. And I thought, I'm going to 
go down. And I sat on the floor for a second with the broom in the pile of dirt. <laughs> and uh, a manager sees me and he's, I'm crying. And he's like, what happened? And I'm just like pointing. I'm like, dude, I hit my head on this light. And I pull my bangs up and he's, oh, shit. <laughs> So he's like, well, uh, can you finish your outwork? Oh, my. I hate corporate change. And I, and I remember being like, yeah, I can. And I couldn't. I think, I think I had a friend there. I mean, I was friends with a lot of people that worked there. But I remember there being a friend who was like, are you fucking kidding me? Let her leave. Look at her. Look at her. And I'm like, yeah. I've got another meme now. And it's <laughs> at my funeral. And my manager comes up with one single tear and places his hand on my casket and goes, how could you do this? We were so short-staffed today. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate that shit. But, yeah, they. Um, so I go back to the restaurant a while later. I, I don't know. I wasn't working there anymore. And I see that they've raised all of these lamps like three feet. <laughs> So I'm hoping it didn't happen to someone else. I'm hoping it didn't happen to a customer. Oh. Yeah, that would really suck. I don't think, have you ever seen a customer get hurt where you were working? Oh, oh. Um, one time. I. <laughs> You're scaring me. I feel really bad about this. I'm going to cry. I was 19 and I was a hostess at a Tex-Mex place. Mm-hmm. And I, was in, I was 18. I was in college. And I was a hostess and I had just started. And they, we had this big party coming in and I was setting up the tables And this lady was like standing really, really close to me and I was moving chairs and I accidentally like put a chair down really hard on her foot. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she's like, I just had foot surgery. (laughs) I was mortified. I ran so far out of there and I didn't go next to the table like the whole time they were there. Oh no. (laughs) I don't, I didn't even follow up. I just said, I'm so sorry and like ran away. I didn't know what to do. I would. (laughs) I would have been like, oh, I would have just started crying. Oh, sorry. I still, I'm like, oh. it's okay. It was a long terrible. time ago. She's probably fine. Actually, she probably lost her fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I stomped on a guy's foot serving recently. And then, <laughs> like, I, I, it was one of those things where I was pouring coffee on his t- Oh, and his, and his foot cu- was like hanging out. His middle foot of was sticking yeah. out. And I accidentally I stomped shit. on it, but I couldn't correct fast enough because I was putting all my weight on that foot to pour coffee in his stupid mug. And then you spilled coffee. He's like, spilled coffee no, all over I just, I jumped back as fast as I could, but he was still looking at me like, are you, what are you stomping on yeah, my get feet? Your, get your fucking feet under the table where they belong. Sorry. Well, I wanted to tell him that I have canoe feet and I was really sorry that his foot just happened to be out. I need like four feet radius around each foot or you're going to get stomped. Leo's stomping your ass. No, not on purpose. All right, recently I hurt one of our coworkers. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Oh, God. Yes, it was, it was like yesterday or something. And I was talking to you with my hands, very animated. Yeah, yeah. And she was walking by and I whacked her right in the face, right in the glasses. And this poor girl, she's... She's a quaint little baby. She didn't say anything. She just went, oh. And, yeah. You know, I was like, oh, God, you squished the bug. And then she tried to ice it with a styrofoam cup full of ice. Oh, man. Sorry about my phone. That's um, okay. It, but watching her dramatically put ice on her face that nothing I felt, was wrong with. I feel like I bullied her because I, I, she, I saw her doing it, and I said, Oh, did she hit you in the face? I just thought she kind of like tapped you on your glasses. I kind of smacked her glasses into her face. And, and she, she was very sensitive about it. She was like, well, I, uh, and I was like, oh, I am accidentally bullying you. 
Uh, never mind. But it's funny that she used a styrofoam cup to try to <laughs> ice it because there's no way she felt that ice through that cup. Oh, whatever. But it reminded me of a time I was fresh working at this hotel bar and we worked on the roof during oh. the summers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the beer shipments would get delivered in the lobby bar downstairs and we were up on like the 12th floor. So we'd take luggage carts and we'd have to do two or three trips and we'd just stack those things high with cases of beer and take them upstairs because oh. we went through a lot of beer. Yeah, yeah. And I, this is my first time doing like a beer de- delivery and I'm with this guy. He was a, he was such a fucking baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even want to say his name because I'm worried. <laughs> but everybody, anybody that listens to this that knows, like knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm standing back there with him and I'm just standing there minding my own business and he starts freaking out. He's like, did you see that? You saw that. You witnessed that. You're right here. You saw that. And I'm like, I don't know what I, I, don't know what I saw. What did I see? What? And he's like, the elevator door just closed on my arm. And I'm like, oh, oh damn, God. man. You know, that sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Well, he just did not stop fucking whining. Mm. Went to the upstairs kitchen, grabbed a full-size black trash bag. Meant for, like, the big yeah. round trash cans. Yeah. Filled that sucker with ice. What? A huge trash what, bag. What did he lay down on? Put it on his arm and oh. laid in the office and was like, oh, oh, until they sent him home because he was being so fucking annoying. You might as well just fill up a bathtub with ice. Might as well have just let his stupid ass sit in that garbage can with <laughs> ice. What a this baby. is the same guy that when his girlfriend went to Hawaii for five days, he priority shipped her shirts that smelled like him in case she missed him. That is wild that is that is not love no (laughs) weird he he wasn't there very long after that but uh (laughs) what the fuck oh man (laughs) there was one time i thought maybe i was a little dramatic but it was so painful that i just i don't like i said earlier when i said i cut my finger off i don't usually like ah and waving my arm around (laughs) squirting blood everywhere like a a cartoon (laughs) The pizza chain, and, and a lot of other places, they have those tomato dicers, right? Mm-hmm. It's a grid uh, made of blades that you smash tomato halves in with the plastic plunger. Mm-hmm. And it's t- it's scary. And uh, the thing's like three feet tall. Um, <laughs> we're talking about putting pictures of all of these crazy appliances that have almost killed us on our Twitter. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, get on there and look. Um, but you slam this thing down with your whole arm and you get into the process where you're taking a tomato, slapping it in, chopping it, and you just keep going back and forth, yeah, you get right? into a nice rhythm. Um, I missed my rhythm. I hit my fingy. Oh. And thankfully, oh. I retracted fast enough that I didn't cut through my fingernail. Just this is the other it. finger. <laughs> this is my... Uh, th- your normal finger. This was my normal <laughs> finger. Now both my pointer fingers are goofed. Um, but yeah, I smushed it and, uh, thankfully the blades didn't cut me because of my fingernail, but I screeched. Um, <laughs> why does your fingernail hurt so bad? I don't, it does though. It is it's like, so especially painful. Especially with the nerves underneath it. Ooh. Yeah. So I smashed it full strength in that stupid slicer oh and my God. I went in the back and I ugly sobbed <laughs> and Hank was there. Uh, my boyfriend, and he comes running back, and he he's never seen me react like this before. So he's like, "What do I, what do I do? What's wrong?" And I'm like, "The tomatoes." He's like, "Oh shit!" And it was funny because it was like the three men that I was working with like went up to the slicer and were like pushing on it, you know, 
They like beat it up like the printer in office space. <laughs> they were like, you hurt Leah. We hate you. Um, another girl I worked with did the exact same thing, but it went through her fingernail. Uh, yeah, she showed me the aftermath like a week later. Or it was a couple days later because I hadn't seen her. I'm like, where's Tina? And she comes to work and I'm like, good God. She's like, yeah, it's still really sore. I'm like, are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> That's gold. That's gory. Sometimes it is an overreaction and sometimes it's not. I know working at a bar, we had a bunch of girls cutting pounds of citrus every day for fruit garnishes. Yeah. And we all got it because they wouldn't give us sharp knives. knives. So cutting with a dull knife is very dangerous because you're putting so much pressure down when it does hit skin and it slides on that fruit. It's going into you. It's not like slicing. You're like shoving it into your skin. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're cutting citrus and the citrus juice, the citrus acid gets into your cut as you do it and it thins the blood out. It does. We've all hit it and it just and we're like, well, we've all come close to passing out at the, you know, at the I cutting didn't know table. That. It just makes it like bleed pretty thin. Weird. Right there. They also wouldn't give us good trash bags, and so every time we took the trash out, shards of glass from the bottles would cut our legs when we were trying to hew. That's so shitty. <laughs> trash trash bags into the trash can. Not the point. I've seen really tough people kind of over, not like overreact because yeah. it's. I mean, it's shocking. Our coworker Courtney, like she's a bad bitch. Yeah. And I remember one time last year, she got her finger and she's shaking and she's laying down and she's like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." And we're like, "You're clearly I not." Definitely fine. can see her doing that. <laughs> I'm okay. She, she just starts shaking. to black out. <laughs> she's laying on the floor like, "Oh." She's like, "Get the cheesecake out of the oven before I die." <laughs> it's chocolate truffle. <laughs> <laughs> we would eat that cheesecake at her funeral. <laughs> love you, Courtney. We do love you so much. You a bad bitch. I feel like working in a restaurant, there are so many opposites than what would usually happen in another place. Like, if you get hurt, yeah, it's more priority. Like, is everything still sanitized? Yeah. Uh, you know, or if you're sick, not really now because of COVID, but, you know. F- Even before. Before. If you're sick... They're like, well, you got to show up. Mm-hmm. And what a fucking bizarre place to actually show up, be sick. sneeze on their food. I don't yeah. give a fuck. We're sure it's daft. I need you here. Yeah, it's wild. And it's like, this is the place where you shouldn't be sick. Mm-hmm. It's always been the opposite. Sorry, everybody. I mean, that's kind of the truth of it. It's, it's like not a particularly friendly business. No. For as friendly as it is, and as your coworkers you are, are going to be your friends, but but the industry itself is nope. harsh. You know, there's no typically no maternity leave, no maternity, no breaks during no your breaks. regular shift. You work twelve hours in the kitchen. Too bad, unless you smoke cigarettes, you're not going outside. Yep. I learned that when I was working at the steak chain. I was the only girl, minus my friend Brett, and. She and I didn't smoke cigarettes. You still go out and pretend to have a smoke break just because everybody else we is doing it. We figured that out later. But at first we were like, why does everybody get to go outside and we have to keep standing here? You know, and they got to smoke cigarettes. We were like, that's stupid. You know. Good luck getting health care. Oh, yeah. Nope. No retirement plans. No insurance. I worked in a cafeteria setting as the Sioux. And it was so frustrating being, like, the most dependable person mm-hmm. it because is. everybody else got to take their whole week all at once. And we only worked five business days. We didn't work on the weekends because the offices weren't open. And my manager wouldn't let me take the whole week off all at once. 
Because how are we going to run this business without you, Leah? That's so stupid. There it's were everywhere all, you go. There were only five of us, five or six of us. Everybody else could take the whole week. I had to strong arm this lady into being like, okay, can I take three days this week and two days this week? Is that okay? And it was so shitty. But yeah, you not, you're not going to find a lot of empathy from people in the business. But I kind of feel like that's changing. I hope so. I know where we are now. I think that's a big difference, too, between corporate restaurants and your mom and pop shops. With the mom and pop shops, you're going to have a lot more understanding. You're going to have a little bit more of like a leniency. You're going to get a little more comfort care. I have worked for some mom and pop shops that they were they were assholes. I worked yeah. for a wing place and they were both assholes. They didn't yep. have kids. They didn't care about their employees. I watched the oh, one of the owners get into a screaming match with his server on the Friday night dinner rush out in the dining room. Great. Around you and people are more likely to come in if you are sick. Yeah. If you have like a nice environment yeah. to work and in if you, you want to be there. And you know like if you're a kind person and you really not to toot our horns but if jamie and i called and said we're really sick they would they would probably tell us okay don't come in yeah but other people they're always sick mm-hmm. or you know and i'm not even talking about like just our job it's any i've worked at places they call in with stupid ass excuses every day and unfortunately that kind of ruins it for everybody mm-hmm. because now if someone is being serious it's like boy cried wolf you know, and that's kind of the mentality, like, oh, you don't want to work tonight because it's Saturday and there's a game on or something, and now you've got hand, foot, and mouth disease. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if you get hurt at work, it's kind of like, is it bad enough for you to actually go home, or can you suck it up? Well, then you have the other thing of, if, say, workers' comp is involved, and we're in the restaurant industry, I've never had that happen. We're going to talk about this particular subject a little bit later on, but a lot of people do drugs, (laughs) even if it's just like smoking weed, which is legal in half of the United States. You still like if you're filing for workers comp, you're going to get drug tested. Yeah. So everybody, nobody's, you know, nobody's skipping out on that shit because they don't want to get in trouble. So then there's no protection there. No, it's just a chain of bullshit. Mm -hmm. But we keep doing it. (laughs) Before we leave, though, I want to ask you. What? What are the dumbest things people have told you to put on your burns oh, when you're God. working in a restaurant? Uh, tomatoes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Somebody said a lemon. <laughs> this, this is the thing. Some people want to help you, and some people just want to watch you, like, cry. What the hell? <laughs> put some salt on it. Put It'll some salt on it. I did watch. <laughs> this is not really on topic. I did watch a couple of people get kids. Not kids, they were 18. Get kids to put ice and salt in their hand. It burns so bad. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't oh. do it. It burns. No, okay. Yeah, okay. I guess I'm the only one that saw that. I don't know. You put a piece of ice with salt in your hand and hold it, it burns. It's really uncomfortable. That's how they make ice cream. Well. Well, that's how I made ice cream in my ice cream maker when I was a kid. <laughs> it doesn't burn me on the inside. Um, no, but uh, tomatoes, lemons. Um, potatoes. Potatoes. A potato will suck out snake venom. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. I made that up. Wonderful. I burnt my hand. I burned myself a lot in our kitchen. But one day, Dale went downstairs to get me something for it. And that can came out of the 80s. I don't know. (laughs) I said, how long have you had this? Because this restaurant's been open for 15 years. 
how old is this can of burn spray? And I watched, and he watched me spray it on. And I was like, yeah, I'm all right, all right. And, you know, I'm spraying her on. I'm like, feels good. He was all excited. Oh, goody. You know. <laughs> it's like, I'm not getting sued today. Oh, God. No, I don't think he meant it like that. Anyway, I'm sorry for being so yucky. But we just had to get these things off our chest. We had so many of them. I'm glad it's over. And I'm sure you are, too. <laughs> Thanks for sticking it out if you did. <laughs> Stick it out. Um, and hopefully that whew. sparked, maybe it uh, jolted your memory into remembering some real bad ones from your jobs. Tell me about them. I want to hear them. We want to know. I was going to say we don't want to know, but oh, yeah. We want to know for, so bad. For entertainment's sake, we want to know. So thanks for coming. Don't forget our Twitter and our email, topless2top at gmail.com. Don't forget about us. Yeah. We're here. We're kicking. Yeah. And that one person in Canada. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so Spotify tells us uh, the regions of our listener, and there is somebody in the world who has their Spotify listed as their Canada. And, and whether you are or not, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I guess we'll be back next week. Yeah. See you next week, guys. Goodbye. We love you. Don't ever pet a burning dog, either. I'll try not to, because there's no burn cream here. Oh! <laughs>